Blog Talk Radio. Om Shabbat Shalom, Holy Way of the Most High. Om Shabbat Shalom, I sense your presence. Om Shabbat Shalom, Holy Way of the Most High. Om Shabbat Shalom, I sense your presence. And I am the light within your soul In the essence of truth and right Love makes the circle whole And here we stand in line Waiting for some sacred sign But to find the balance is the purpose of this time to restore the balance of the universal mind And in the presence of my Lord of light and love Everything I see aspiring to be free And when I call to thee And come on bending knee Surrender to the all-pervading light and love Reflections of the one surrounding me with love And I sense your presence I sense your presence I sense your presence I sense your presence Within and without, above and below, yeah. East, west, north, and south, I sense your presence. Without and within, below and above, yeah, yeah. East, west, north, and south, I sense your presence. I sense your presence. Of 
Able to find a balance is the purpose of this time To restore the balance of the universal mind And I sense your presence I sense your presence I sense your presence I sense your presence
considering President Sisi will probably do a follow-up as we get down to the tighter realm of candidates, and they've named vice presidents and things like that. I'm also going to be looking at some various world affairs and events that are going on. Um, although I haven't addressed the Paris issue, it will be events like that that are happening. And what's the truth behind it? What's really going on there? And codes allow us to see that. So we're going to have some exciting shows coming up. Now, in my own work, what I do is I interpret a person's life codes to allow them to live a life filled with compassion. And I've created the Genesis Clearing Statement. And if you've missed that, you can catch that where other people have interviewed me through my website, Jesse Ann Nichols George, the number one.com. I've also authored four books from um, You, Me, Life, Dreams and its companion workbook, which is based on relationships, and Activating Compassion and its companion workbook. In addition to that, I am a co-collaborator on a book called Embraced by the Divine. You still have a chance to pre-order that book by the way at the $1.99 rate. After December 10th, it's going to go up to 5.59. That's when we are releasing the Kindle version, and then later in January we'll be releasing the paperback version. And I have to say that's been really exciting lately, <laughs> because those that listened in last week know that we did hit best-selling internationally with that book through Amazon, and it's it's in the pre-order stage. So we're very excited that we hit that in several countries. And uh, there's so much more to come from that and and with that. So uh, if you'd like to check that out and you'd like to get your copy of that, go right on over to embracedbythedivine.com, and it will have the information on there where you can go ahead and do the pre-order on that. So hopefully you'll take the opportunity for that as well. In addition, I've created the True North Tour, which is a multi-state nationwide tour, including workshops, retreats, seminars, reclaiming events, and fundraising events. And that's got a lot of adjusting going on right now, so I'm making a lot of decisions about what I want to do with the tour in 2016 and where I'm going to be, so you can you can stay up on that. I do have a couple of events that are going to be coming up in the Sioux Falls, South Dakota area, which is where I'm based right now, uh, one that's coming up later this month around the weekend of the 19th, and then also... Um, Starting the weekend of January 30th, I'm going to have an event going on here, and you have a, a one- or two-day option with that. So definitely check those out. Just a reminder, if you do enjoy the show today, and I'm sure that you're going to, there's going to be people you want to share it with. And I find sharing is an important thing because it touches lives. I repeatedly see when I share something that it connects for somebody, that it is something that they were looking for, uh, so even even if you know you have you you look at the show and you go hey yeah this is good this is fun I love the information for somebody else it might take it to the next level for them it might even be that much more for them and uh, you know they can do you can do that through my page on the Main Street Universe tab on my website um, also like I said there'll be the YouTube version the podcast on iTunes TuneIn.com which comes through the Main Street Universe network. So um, they can listen to it coming in even at the same link that you came in to listen to the live show. They can come right in through that link and catch it immediately after we finish here today. So lots of options there. Now, before I get started, those that have listened in know that I like to delve into a, a book called The 72 Names of God by Yehuda Berg. Um, actually, 72 Names of God, Technology for the Soul. And Yehuda puts 
the big concepts in the everyday language, and I love that about his work. So every week I grab a, a little concept uh, along with some other things, and they go on my page of the Main Street Universe taxes on my website so you can go back and reflect on them during the week. Uh, so the, the message that we have from Yehuda for this week is called Victory Over Addictions. And I love this because it always plays in <laughs> to what our guest is talking about. And I think this is going to connect with this concept that we have going on today from confusion to clarity um, in this. Now, the initial message he provides on this is, did you notice that a bad habit is easier to develop than a good habit. It's easier to develop an addiction to chocolate than to steamed zucchini or daily exercise. Want to make changes that last for more than four weeks? You've come to the right name. And the insight that he gives on this is, the selfish desires of our body were given complete dominance over the aspirations of our soul so that we could earn the light of fulfillment through the challenges that accompany transformation. Consequently, it will always be easier to succumb to reactive, selfish impulses than to act with tolerance and kindness toward others, especially when infuriating people push our buttons all day long. It takes no effort to blindly and mindlessly follow the winds of ego, but strength and endurance are needed to make the true longings of the soul victorious. However, it's a battle that cannot be won by humans alone. We need the assistance of the light, of the creator, if we are to reclaim control over our lives and liberate the power of our souls. Victory is hard for the taking. And the meditation that he gives on this is, recall any nasty habits or unpleasant character traits that you cannot get rid of. This name ensures your victory over the forces of ego. You are imbued with the emotional power and discipline to triumph over all self-centered impulses and negative desires. So that's our message this week. And again, the common name for God that we have on this message is Victory Over Addictions. And the formal name is Hey Hey Lamed. Hey Hey Lamed. And uh, there you go. Again, that's on my page of the Main Street Universe tab uh, on my website. And a little little thought here before we head off the break, and I've got just a couple of little more things to get in. I have our code for the week coming up here, and then we'll be getting on to our guest because I know she's got some incredible information to, to share. She's already um, let me know that <laughs> as we've been communicating here over the last week, so I'm really excited to hear what she has to say. But a little thought to kind of get us moving in the direction of the topic. How much clarity do you have? And how have you found yourself in spaces of confusion? And have you wondered how to move into greater clarity? I would reckon to say that at least at some point in our life, we have experienced confusion or some form of it, such as disorientation or lacking a physical consciousness of how to get to clear. How to, here I am, stumbling <laughs> on this, right, of how to get clear on something or an area of ourselves or our, our lives. Now, personally, I can think of many times that I have been in a space of pondering which direction to go when I hit a fork in the road 
or perhaps feeling as if I didn't have all of the information needed to make a wise decision in my life. And it can be easy to get into confusion and become more and more confused. As they say, like energy creates like energy. Now, the latter is often what is the start of a deeper spiral in our lives. It can be easy to say, I will put things off until I have greater insight on things. And certainly at times, this is the wise choice to make. On the other hand, we can also be risking becoming more and more overwhelmed as we spin and spiral into a vortex of confusion until we are finally sucked down and spit out like being whirled up in a tornado. Some will find great excitement in this space, like being on an amusement park ride. Others will become dizzy and sick like being in the high spin cycle of a washing machine. As a result, it becomes important to find ways to move into clarity quickly and easily at the early spin cycle. Now, Mayling Elke is one person that helps people to remove, or to move, I should say, not remove, <laughs> from confusion to clarity. She helps you get from that confusion to clarity, and she's gotten some of that recently, and I think I'm needing to take some time for that, so I can't wait to hear what she has to say. She does this through using sacred sound, by the way, and the vibration of sound being something that can quickly and usually easily adjust us on a deep cellular and soul level. Now, like Maylin, I find it important to make the shift in a way that leads us to existing in a space of clarity. Of course, we are likely to keep getting learning experiences along the way, but when we learn how to stand in clarity and have tools that allow us to remain in that space, those lessons are ones that can be embraced with joy in a way that we can connect with their blessings. There is no need to be abused and beat up in the process of learning, even if that is what for many it has taken. Are you ready to learn through blessings instead of pain? And are you ready to get out of the spin cycle and get into peace? And are you ready to stand in a life of clarity and connection? It's a great thing to think about, and I'm going to let you ponder that. Our code for this week and again, all of this is on my top of the Main Street Universe page of my website, Jesse Ann Nichols George from number1.com. Codes, for those that are wondering, where do I get the codes? I look at the vibration of the energy that starts the week, and it starts with today and runs us through next week. And this is an energy pattern or current that is in motion right now for us to access. And the code energy for this week is reminding us to carry out our own plans and to not feel obligated to what others want us to do. Remember that you know what is best for you. There is also caution, though, to not let your ego run amok with the current successes that you may be undergoing. Right now, you have the ability to ask for things and get them. Your personal magnetism and ability to speak eloquently, I don't know if mine's kicked in yet today, <laughs> by the way, yet, is activated. So be careful what you ask for and remember to be compassionate with your request too. With the power of being able to influence others also comes great responsibility. This is a good time for resources of all kinds to come through or to call on favors where needed. 
I'm going to take a short break, and when we return, I will have Naylene Elsie with me, and she's going to be sharing her insights on going from confusion to clarity and how she works with sacred sound. And the song I've got for you during our break is called I See You. It's by Claire Hedin. And you can check out more of Claire's work because she's got a whole lot of it, and she does a lot more than just music. Um, she has all kinds of events and things going on. But this song is called I See You. You can check out, again, more of her work through her website, www.clairehedin.com. It's C-L-A-R-E-H-E-D-I-N.com. We'll be back in just a few minutes.
and welcome back. You are listening to Code Connection. And my name is Jesse Ann Nichols-George, and I'm your hostess today. You were just listening to a song by Claire Hedin called I See You. And again, you can check out more of Claire's work through her website at www.clairehedin.com. That's C-L-A-R-E-H-E-D-I-N.com. And today I have with me Maylene Alti, who is a world-renowned artist and healer guides visionaries and thought leaders from around the world to bloom in their beauty. And for 10 years, she has helped others to feel whole, rejuvenated, and empowered to seek their chosen path in happiness and truth. Because of Mayling's ability to facilitate physical change into an expanded state, her clients feel receptive to what is offered and sustained by their specific universal wisdom. Her astounding ability to connect with the source wisdom is what helps others flourish into their true selves. Her healer side loves to live in the moment, embracing the surprises on her adventures through life, and it is in the unfolding mystery of each day where Mayling embodies herself fully, expanded into divine essence. We're taking a look today at how to shift from the confusion in our life into clarity. And you can learn more about Maylene's work through her website at www.maylenelke.com. That's M-E-I-L-I-N-E-H-L-K-E.com. And I'm going to get her microphone open up here. And Maylene, it is an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you, Jesse, for inviting me and offering the opportunity to to converse with you and co-create with you on the show and with everyone who's listening. <laughs> well, it, it's really fun because you know I I get contact from a lot of different people, <laughs> as you might have noticed in social media, and um, you know, and, and I'm going to have you start off by sharing, by the way, a little bit of of how you got into doing this work that you're doing and and a little bit more about your story. But I want to share that, you know, when you contacted me at one point, I guess it was back around August, and you said, hey, let's talk. Let's talk on the phone. (laughs) And and I'm like, oh. (laughs) And, and, you know, I, I didn't mean that in a bad way, but it was like, I get so many people that say, when they say, I want to talk on the phone, and it turns out to be a sales pitch, it turns out to be whatever else it is (laughs) that they're doing. And I remember, because I remember sharing this with you, I was thinking to myself, you know, oh my gosh, I just don't know if I can deal with one more thing. And I thought, okay, well, something, I'm just going to hear her out and see what she has to say. (laughs) And I got to talking with you, and I have to say, once I got on the phone with you, you have been one of the most beautiful souls I have connected with along the way. So I just wanted to appreciate that. Wow. Oh, that is beautiful to hear. Thank you. I, I, I feel that very deeply, your words. Thank you. Well, you're just very authentic, and that's what I found in talking with you, and that opened the door, and I said, this is the type of person that fits with what I'm doing. And as I talked to you more and more, I thought, yes, <laughs> here's somebody that I want to bring out because here's somebody that's 
that I could easily send somebody to. And when I get that feeling about somebody, that's, that's who I want to bring on and let them share what they're doing. So please go ahead and, and share a bit about how you got into doing this incredible work that you're doing. Thank you. Yeah, it is exactly what you, you spoke about. I've always felt um, that I was speaking the truth. It's called, you know, I call it speaking the truth. I was always saying words or things were coming out of my mouth that changed things. And I couldn't understand it when I was small. And so I, I became very quiet. I, want, um, I became really shy for years and through school. And I think my dad even told me uh, last year that I, I, I stopped being joyful at that moment when I started not speaking so much anymore because I've, I've, I've seen what other people say and what they do was not um, the same, you know, not aligned. And that's something that always hurt me deep in, 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 in my body. So I was, went on a dormant I, I don't know, for almost into my early 20s, or you know, mid-20s. Then I went to the U.S. from Germany to study, to study the, uh, veterinary medicine. And uh, I switched then later in, in, into uh, landscape architecture. But even there, I, I concentrated then with my thesis on, on cats because even I've, I've learned and was very fascinated by creating spaces for people where they feel comfortable, where spaces where different characters feel comfortable. You know, with people, some of us like tight spaces, enclosed spaces where we feel safe. Others like sunny spots. That's more me. We can sit in the in the open and doesn't matter what's around us, and we feel safe. You know, to, to, to think about these things or different cultures and to bring together the, the natural life, animals and the elements and the human being and create something that is beautiful for all. So that I flourished by designing, you know, creating something with, with my hands. And again, that was more on the quiet side. The only time I didn't need to was when uh, I presented my work. So that was maybe opening up myself again to sharing my ideas a little bit. You know, and in college I was very free and then it, it closed a little bit again when I went to work. And then I think that that's not, that's somehow not it. And luckily I had a good friend <laughs> who, who brought me to yoga with the, with the um, Koreans. And so I, I started there and I, I've noticed and they always at the end let us sit down and think about what, what we've done in the, yoga, in the yoga hour, you know, with a cup of tea and we were invited to share. And it was fascinating for me to notice because I love, I love, I'm really fascinated by people. I think one thing I always did with my father, sit out in cafes when I was younger, and just observe people walk by and think what drives them every day or, or what character they would be. Um, so there I could see how they responded to, to their body, what they felt when they did some yoga, 
and then we were invited to share, and I noticed the sharing, what it did to me. It helped me remember things within me. And then later, they always remember that. Oh, you the more you get more and more energy, the more you share. I said, I want more energy. I think that was my, my driving force at that time then. I wanted more energy. I wanted to feel energy. I wanted to learn about energy. And they used always the word universal energy, universal mind, and I just loved that. And then more and more I even stood up front to share more and open up even more of my life. They had little sessions where you, through exercise, um, expressed whatever you were hiding uh, within. And, you know, I didn't notice what really was happening. Now it's very fa- easy for me to see because that's something I speak about. It's uh, our density, you know. We are particles that come together and they're in, a, in a, an arrangement that is very, it's a, it's a piece of art. It's, it's beautiful, right? And when we are not in our natural state, I call natural state the state we're born with, the state we take on, when we come to this earth plane, and most of us have come out of it. Luckily, the younger ones that are born now, they they are able to stay much better within their natural state. So when we come out of this state, one one thing that happens, Jesse, is we we tighten up. We tighten up. We get closer, and... um, Nothing can go through. No energy, no information is it's jargon. You know, it's not like I'm speaking to you and everyone through Skype. Um, if there's weather differences or a storm or something, you know, you can the connection it doesn't get clear. You can't hear so well. Well, this is fascinating that it just came up <laughs> about our topic today. But exactly that is the same thing, and I'll get back to that later in a moment. So then, so so I spoke, and um, so in, with that, I'm very thankful to my friend um, that she brought me to to to, to Koreans, also them, to letting me feel energy within my body because there, then I said, wow, I I love that, and then we did, we learned. Um, how to massage each other, but the massage really was giving energy to the other person, and I was fascinated by that. And I I couldn't feel, there was always just the knowing, but I could feel how my body twitched and changed when I went a little bit into connection um, with the divine, or when I took time, I should say, for myself. Yeah, and with musical music, it was even easier. So that was maybe one where I call where it got reawakened, where I remember started remembering how energy flows through our body, and to feel that and to sense that, and notice the changes within me and myself, but also what happens to others when they tap into this energy field or their energy or or their source, yeah, or our source of all of us, then as well as a, a universal energy. So that was that was one point. Um, and which helps me now, you know, uh, do many, many combined things. So that's why I, I think I'm combining many things together where I'm right now in this space. And then another thing came is through my cats, Jesse. I always had two cats 
I grew up with many animals. My mom rescued many animals. Um, but predominantly, they were cats that showed up in, in, in my life. And they were very comforting for me, and I built up a magical relationship to them. They were always very close to my head. As I'm speaking now to you, you know, even wild ones that I found and brought home, they always stayed around my head, and the cats still do that now. Um, when I when 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 I sleep or even when when I sit and they sit behind me or they lie up high, it's very interesting. So I built a very strong connection to to the feline. Um, you know, then I wrote my thesis about the felines designing for the behavior landscape in indoors. Yeah, and. What kind of cat furniture do you need and, and expand it or that? I think now it's becoming a fad, something I wrote 25 years ago. And then the other thing was um, they supported me in that they were always there somehow for me. And I can't really say believe, but they were always there for me, which felt good. And when I was going to get married, I remember... Suddenly, I always wanted to be able to communicate because suddenly I was under, surrounded through this yoga with people that maybe some of them could see something, a different world, or could hear things or move things just with their thought. I said, wow, I, you know, I want to do that. I want to understand that. So through my cat, when she, suddenly one day I heard her say, I'm going to die while you're on your trip, that was very devastating. Uh, you know, it was horrible to me. Because this cat had been with me for 18 years. We've lived in five different countries together. And I, 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 I wanted to be there for her somehow. And I couldn't find a way to communicate. And I read a book three years prior and um, about a woman that did shamanic work for, for animals. So I contacted her, and she, was, she had time, luckily, for me. And uh, there my cat told me that she was really sick and um, that she will wait. She'll understand what I have and wait until I come back. And she did. She waited, and I understood what she had. So she passed on beautifully in my arms in my home. And that had been very important to me. And then there were two, three, two more times where Kat got really sick and they were, you know, connected to that woman and over night, you know, one was so yellow, they wanted to put her sleep. Next day she would eat, drink uh, extreme. So I said, oh my God, that's really fascinating. So when there was something about shamanic journeying, I, I, I raised my hand and said, I'm taking a class. <laughs> so I took that class. And I, I learned a lot. And it was over the phone. And it was beautiful because at that time, you know, in the meantime, also my, uh, my son was born. And also, that's another thing. For him, I wanted to live my truth. I think the no, around before his birth, I knew very clearly that I had to switch things around and to become more authentic to what I am. And that was now nine or nine years ago. So that has been the biggest push then as um, in my journey to really unfold as much as I can. So as a bit, when he was sleeping, I was on the phone studying and learning or writing or practicing at home. 
my shamanic journey. And then two years later, we moved back to Europe, and then I, I learned shamanic work, um, or I should say, I experienced shamanic work for, for human beings. And that helped me to uncover and remember more and more what I am because we trained with shamans from around the world. And that's where I I noticed, I think I remember we were dancing somewhere and one teacher comes by and he, he was a physical channel. Oh, you dance like certain gods. I said, oh, yes, that's why I know. I, suddenly I can do all these steps that I normally can't dance. You know, I, I adapt really quickly to music. So there I learned to spend my, my, my other thing that I um, was able to let beings into my body very, very simply, very gently. And I didn't even notice it because I'd been doing it all my life. And they could come in, dance, or, or do other things, and mainly dance. And that was a big surprise for me in my life because I've got cerebral palsy. So suddenly if a being comes in, I dance. Like I have no cerebral policy. I'm a different being. And that really uh, gave me another awareness of, of, of life and what is possible in healing and what is possible in changing our physical form. That is really an expansion, you know, when you suddenly sense how your hand can become the hand of a giant and it right in front of your eyes. And it's not, I never saw it, Jesse, but I could feel it. So, so, so that was one in that direction. I'm going to have so many more stories, but I think if I keep on telling <laughs> my stories, uh, I don't want to get bored. But no, I think you all experience, we'll get back to really what experiences. Yeah, and you brought in some really interesting pieces in the sense of um, you know, you've been through a lot and you've got this kind of diverse background from veterinary <laughs> education to landscape architecture to sound healing <laughs> and yeah. doing this this shamanic work and shamanic journeys. And I think that that's a very powerful piece, the shamanic journeys um, that can, can go on and how they can shift things and you know so many times you talked about becoming more authentic and that call to become more authentic and there's I think everybody pretty much that I know anyways can say they're looking to live more authentically they're looking to be more of their authentic self that they know that they are but they have this this huge amount of confusion basically um, or uncertainty of how to get into that authenticity you know how to get to where they can really live in that that clarity that um, you know how they can make that shift because I think there's a lot of people like I could say I would love to just spend my days hiking (laughs) and I would love to just hang out in nature constantly and, um, you know, yet this world has certain demands and getting from point A to point B isn't always as easy as we would like it to be along the way. And then, of course, you threw in this wild card on me about having cere- cerebral palsy and 
and that's something I didn't know about you. So um, I'm going to let you jump to the next. <laughs> yeah, no, no, but I'm, I'm, I can just take that, that, that when you were speaking about uh, the uh, confusion, there were two things came to my mind. So one thing is all these experiences formed me, right? And mm-hmm. all of those experiences, and, and I can even keep on going because we didn't get into the painting and, and, and um, the singing because that suddenly also appeared. There's always a certain timing and a certain amount of experiences needed for us to have a understanding of what is happening. And there is a, a way of making decisions of, of what you want. So all the time when everyone, we all are the same, we all want clarity and we all want to authenticity, but we don't know how, how to do it. So one of the things is to observe yourself, to become so aware, to watch yourself and to reflect and I think you said you to, to go out into the world and walk. That's exactly what to do, yeah, to be out in nature. So as a young child, I lived in the Alps. I was outside in nature. I, maybe I didn't always like it or I have, had a mom who always took us outside, even for breakfast when it was cold in Germany because she, was, she needed to be outside. <laughs> but now I understand what it was. It, I was being taught by nature. So nature is not a place only for us to relax in. And why do we relax there? Why do we feel so comfortable? So these are things to to think about. Why do we feel so great when we're within nature? Yeah. Why do we feel so great when we stand in the shower and the water runs over our heads? Or even when we just wash our hands, there's something happening. That's an element. This is a natural element we're connecting to that relaxes us. When we're in a relaxed state, we're more comfortable. We 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 start breathing a little different. We start breathing our own rhythm. I I speak about uh, uh, you know even how long do you inhale? How long do you exhale? How is is it in between when you don't breathe or tiny bit, you know, and, and when we're outdoors, we do that, and observe how how you switch when you walk inside, or if you walk outside, you know, the sigh of relief often you hear, or in people or in movies, they show that a lot, because they really want to emphasize how people feel great when they step outside, is that sigh that they, they release. When they when they go outside, so that because they had pressure around their lungs to keep air in a body where it wants to feel uh, flow freely and it can't. So this is one element of of getting clarity of how we breathe, how we feel when we're somewhere. Um, and it is really about slowing down for us, uh, Jesse, that we slow down enough to start doing the things we love to do that are uniquely ours. And we have not taught this way. You know, if we 
um, grown up in, in uh, maybe some other cultures that still do that, and there are not so many left either. They look at, at the child that is born, and they see the vision that the child brings with it. And they can support it. So then this child is supported in doing its work. It grows, it is as much taught as possible. It brings its own things because it's a new generation, you know, brings new, new, genera- uh, new generation, new energy, new vib- uh, frequencies. And so then later he, he's sub- supported for. And we don't have that anymore. And, and, you know, there's many reasons I don't want to get into uh, the show today why we were not in these situations anymore. But we can go back there. And I think the vibrations are here now to slowly lead and nudge us to get there. And we'll all become more clear about ourselves as we uh, move forward with time. Already there we got support getting to our clarities because the vibrations are changing that are coming even to the earth from the sun uh, and supporting us in our, in that movement to feel ourselves already and, and being able to observe and learn and learn about ourselves is the wrong word I should say to remember more about ourselves to remember things that we can do and how we do them I'm so glad you brought up the piece about slowing down because a lot of people just rush, 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 rush all the time in this world. I, I myself, I'm constantly busy. <laughs> I admit it, uh, way too busy. And, and I keep thinking I, I need to go slow down for a while. And we get wrapped up into this whole time thing that just causes us, and, and pretty soon we're just spinning so fast we can't even see anything anymore. We're, there's no pauses, no breaks, no nothing. And in a sense, that's kind of impossible not to have that. But in another sense, we're speeding everything up so much that we're going to create a lot of turbulence, I think, in our life. But when we, what's interesting is when we look at the codes that go with slowing down or or to slow down, what we find is success, happiness, um, moving forward. We find an aspect of taking command of our life. So that tells us through the codes that in order to regain control over our life or to regain this clarity, we have to slow down. We have to take the pauses. You can't hear the music if you never have a break in the music. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 you know, I I already thought I was very slow, uh, slowed down in my life two years ago. And, um, but I I was wrong because one day, uh, you know, I I was right in mid-learning again and and remembering and being fascinated. I get so carried away. I get I I get so fascinated what how how everything functions, how nature functions. You know, Uh, at that time I was fascinated that uh, we don't really need strength and power to move forward. And I'm going to use another example. 
in the uh, Stone Age, Ice Age, people were able to move from Köln, which is northern Germany or middle Germany, to to Africa within 10 days. Now, no one will be able to walk this nowadays, not even, you know. Um, but they were able to do that. And why were they able to do that? Yeah, that's the question. And the answer is, it's not like they were in better shape or they ate something different. They connected to others, to other beings, to other elements, to... Um, to simplify it, 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 it is so funny, there was this book, Aragon, where the dragon and him, they connected to the earth, drew out energy, then they had enough energy to fight again. So this young gentleman really was connected to wisdom when he wrote that book. Um, so they were able to move this quickly. The same thing as Aborigines, why they're there and suddenly the next moment you blink and they're gone. Why did they were able to move this fast? By not moving, they just, we, they just connect to something else, to the spirit, simplify it, to the spirit, for example, of a tree. Or if there's a larger distance to cross, you connect to the spirit of a mountain and you let yourself be drawn to the mountain. You don't push your way through everything to get to the mountain. You let yourself be drawn by the spirit of the mountain to the mountain. So that is a whole different mindset. So, and that it, is, it, is what, what is happening now. We're learning, we're remembering our old mindset. We're remembering old wisdom that we had carried before as human beings. And and it is it is a different approach, and I think that that is. That's a big piece right there, is is listening, paying attention, stopping, being still, and really tuning in to where we're drawn, um, and, and understanding through that self-awareness what is drawing me there. You know, what is uh, what draws me to go on the road and you know live that lifestyle. Uh, is it because I'm running from something or is it because I'm running to something or is it because that's where I feel connected and um, that's where my energy opens. And, it, of course, each one of us is different in, in what we draw to, no, no right or wrong there, whether somebody wants to be based or travel or whatever. But, you know, you mentioned nature and nature uh, – actually codes out to um, receiving divine protection. So the the simplicity of being in nature alone uh, provides us with divine protection. It, it automatically clears and cleanses our fear, which is why a lot of people get clarity when they're in nature um, because it has that automatic protective, purification, space of safety, peace there. Uh, but this, this aspect of being drawn as opposed to forcing our will away, I think so many people that are like, tell me what to do, tell me where to go, tell me, you know, uh, how to get there, do it for me. <laughs> In a lot of cases, uh, you know, they look outside of themselves instead of that inner tuning as you're talking about. 
Yeah, yeah, you're, you're right. And it's beautiful like, to hear all those codes. Uh, it, you have a very beautiful in clarifying with very, the codes, they give like crisp answers. <laughs> you know, I'm more and more like a, a poet speaking around things, uh, telling a story, and your code is goes really crisp, and it is like it, when you speak it, it goes right into the body to the core. So as you speak it, you just you infuse everyone with it. So thank you, thank you, thank you very much. <laughs> so I'm, I'm imagining that some of this aspect that you've been talking about, this being drawn in and, and different things, because you mentioned to me that since we talked in August, but you've been on a bit of a journey <laughs> yeah. of, of your own. Uh, because a lot of us that are in this position of helping other people, coaching people, working with coaches, um, and doing all these different services and things, we oftentimes think we're living in so much clarity, which in some ways we are. I mean, given there's a lot of clarity there because the amount of information we've accumulated over time. And then we'll have something hit us and it's like, oh my gosh, I'm sitting in so much chaos <laughs> and so much confusion. And I I love this aspect, you know, as you say with the codes, because it's um, what's interesting is when we look at this confusion to clarity aspect in the codes, it, it when we're in the confusion, it's all about tapping into our potential and carrying out our own ideas, our own plans, our own thoughts, and taking command of our thoughts. And that's where the confusion comes from. It's a, it's a trigger to make us take command of our own thoughts. And as we move to the clarity piece, the clarity piece then allows us to take that inner world and express it to the outer world. So again, you know, as we combine these two things, it brings out our Christ consciousness energy in this. But I'm excited to hear a bit about your own story and journey that you've taken <laughs> in Since this recently. You, you, yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. And, and you said something at, right at the beginning of the show, be careful what you say. Because, yeah, one thing, what we say, it, we, we are creators, so we create with our words. Yeah, yeah. Um, is I remember I told a friend of mine when it was in 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 June I was with um, in the U.S. in North Carolina. I told him, you know, we have to stop. I told him speaking the same. He's almost like my soul's brother, twin brother in a way. I I, I said we have we have the same vision. We painted the same vision almost the same month of the same year. It was, it's really fascinating. Um, I told him, that we, it's time now not to dilute ourselves anymore. And it came out, you know, when I speak sometimes, word, sentences, words come out, I don't know where they come from, and they hit. <laughs> and the, the book, I just said that, yes, I just said that. And then they come out with uh, authority in a way. And that really changed something. And then when you chose this topic, 
confusion to clarity, I said, I'm still a little confused. I'm still not really living um, my non-diluted state. The really the state that I am. And that's a strong desire that I have. I'm a wisdom seeker. I, I want, I, 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 I go into sorcery to find the answers to how things function, how, how, you know, all the things I was speaking about, even how does it really work? Not that it can happen and that it helps, but how can I do it and use it as a beautiful tool to transform form, to change form, to expand into that expanded state? This is really what, what I strive for. And then, then, you know, and everything helps me to understanding uh, that understanding to support people and other beings to, to do this later. So then I remember I went on vacation and I know the next day I learned that a dear friend of mine passed on, um, changed his form. And with that, a lot of things disappeared out of my life just barely created a new website where I thought I, it's all about sacred sounds. That's what I have to, to to present myself, not just with my name or my first website. That's the one most people see now that's really the old one that I just pulled up again. While I'm, I'm still doing it, what, what Jesse just said, taking now what I've learned in my confusional state and express it. Because finally, you know, I went in my website, I've, I've lost, I said, now I wanted to be free and go out finally into the world and blah, 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 you know, and now it's all gone and I'm here and I'm stuck and, <laughs> and I know I have to start over and, and Spirit has shown me that few times to, to do a new website and to really speak in very simple way what I do. Now, that is very hard for someone where I just told you my little bit of my life story because I combine so many things in my tools. I'm such a complex person. Now, how do you bring complexity into a very clear statement? So what did I not <laughs> I've see? I've had yet? that problem. Yeah? I've had that so, problem. <laughs> and, and I think it's a very human problem. Uh, many of us, we, we don't live our... our um, uh, our complexity, our, our many assets uh, and essences and, and parts of us anymore. We numb them down so we won't feel them to just concentrate on one. And, and that's not right. There are very few out there that really are specialists that have one thing and that's what they're really good at. Most of us have a few things and then others have even more. And it's important, I think, to leave all of those, all of those parts in, you know, in different percentages to so we are full, that we can live our full being. Otherwise, there's always something missing. So now how was I going to get that together? And now, you know, it's looking backwards. Now it's already, you know, it's going in the other side. Even though I was, I remember crying and then, then anyway, relationship, there's so many other things happening and, and the, the, the urge to finally express who I am and understand what I am. I've had many, many experiences of understanding. So 
but the words didn't come, and I had to wait. Yeah, and I, I was in a beautiful spot. I was in 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 in, in Spain, and there's this 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 southern Spain. You have the connection of the world. You really feel one because you even feel the, the European continent how it's connected to the African continent. You, I was able to feel all the cultures that have lived there the last. I don't know, 100,000 years, you, you could feel uh, the motion, the ocean, how the ocean had brought the the, uh, the, the Atlantan into this area and, and the Celts and, you know, all the history, all these things, Jesse, that I also want to solve. It's not just me. It is really <laughs> at, at the same time this confusion is what is all out there that we have forgotten that has been pushed Decide out of out of our, our knowledge that we feel so disconnected, that we feel so singular instead of connecting. And, and, and I love that you use the word "code." We have connection in there, connecting to each uh, to each other, connecting for support and um, all other beings that exist and our old knowledge, the really primal or primal. Um, knowledge that exists and we're just slowly uncovering you know and then I'm looking at the Celts and there's very few things we can remember of the Celtic we they're just learning now there are over 10,000 Celtic graves in in southern Germany and our our language was spoken in Persia and and to to bring that up and, and we don't have anything written history it's all disappeared because of invaders of you know, the Romans at that time, or or then later the the, the church that um, took away most of, of of rituals or or covered up or even sacred sites. So that I was feeling at the same time. <laughs> so I said, ah, I don't want that anymore, you know. And then I'm an Aries. I go with my head right through, <laughs> bump my head against a few things, and then. I don't know, I'm, I'm two, three days intensely in that. But as I'm in that, and that's something I invite everyone to do as well, when you're in this intensity, in this looking and becoming aware of what is, is, is not the way it should be, because you feel that there is something wrong and it should be different. That's something we feel. And um, to look what it, what it is and to be happy about it that you're in that state or this extreme confusion where we're so confused that everything can just come into our heads, into our emotions, into our feelings, into our um, awareness, so we can open up and unfold even more. I think about it sometimes, you know, we do it in exercise. We, you know, yoga, I'm going to use it again. You pressure one part really, really strong until your body shakes and then you relax, you let go, and then you, your body is able to expand in those areas. So that's the same thing with knowledge, with wisdom. And that, How do we otherwise draw it out into our presence, into um, the field, into this plane? And it's the same thing. See, and I never thought connected that until I'm speaking to you and everyone else today. So thank you. <laughs> that never came up, <laughs> that big part. I had been too much concentrated on myself. 
but that is 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 really the underlying, and uh, that's something we all, all of us invite. What are we really about? Our culture, our beingness, and to bring and to remember our, in a way, our history, and more of our history than has been written. You know, it's, it's not just two thousand years old. It is older. It's much, much older. Let's and let's go there. Um, just using pyramids. No, you now we know how many cultures have pyramids, and they're all over the world, and they're not just in Egypt. Yeah, but we only learn about Egypt. We have these beautiful Bosnian pyramids. You have them in in China. You have all these uh, pyramids in 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 South and, and America, and they all use the same symbol. You know, they, they everyone chose the third eye and. I don't know, there are many more probably than that I can remember now. So getting back to my conclusion is how to express. And in those moments to follow, I really, when I was that confused, it was easy to follow my intuition. So for me, then it came movement out of the blue to go somewhere, a different country, and to, to know that desert is calling me. I had no idea why. But it, it, I, I went, and I found a little clarity. Then I, something else drew me, and I went again. Then I went to the West Coast, and there was the ocean. And there's always something that draws us. Then go to the German mountains again, because there's always an answer. And these answers we can only hear, see, and experience if we became aware that there was something. Uh, for us to to bring in to make us fuller and and larger and to bring more clarity and clarity comes through experience. There's no other way. It is it's meditation, yeah. Okay, then you get thought, but it's really the action of of action and acting on your own impulses, on your own feelings, on your own thoughts. Like you said just before. When you, you, you think you have to slow down, then you better slow down. Yeah? If you feel <laughs> like you have to dance before you go out of the door, dance. Because once you walk out, you, you, everything will get arranged that you'll still be there where you need to be to, so something can be co-created with someone else. And we have to trust that in the meantime, even we think things don't go so fast, but what I've learned over and over and over and again in this big confusion of not knowing who I am, what to write, what to call my website, yeah, <laughs> how to go into the world differently than, than, than before so I can um, share my messages and travel um, is, is to, oh, what is it, I lost it, um, to follow your impulse, just to 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 just to do it. And I have to wait for yeah. the outside. For the outside world, they also have to to link in and get into the situations that they can be there in the state they need to be for two beings or five beings or nature and everything else. It has to be right. It has to be the right setting so creation can happen. So that's something well, we have 
that go, it, you know, I was thinking all about myself, but then, you know, it was that the other issues could come, the other wisdom could arise. And I, I think you've brought in a lot of pieces here, so I'm going to kind of recap in. Yeah. Uh, you talked about how we get very diluted um, in who we are and and our knowledge of self, and oftentimes I feel like that dilution, you know, that that separates us uh, from divine, and that's what kind of pushes us into the the states of confusion. Uh, you talked about um, also this connection with people and connection with life and things and nature and whatever it is. And some people say, well, I'm much more connected to animals than I am people. <laughs> and I'm much more connected to trees than I am people. But what's really cool is when you know yourself, you understand where to connect and who to connect with. And all of a sudden, people aren't so bad because you know who to connect with versus just connecting in general with maybe people that aren't favorable for your path or your process and and we're all different a little bit in that way. And so that self-awareness, again, coming back to that. And then you also talked about transforming things. And I'm very big on transformation. Uh, You know, there's, there's a couple of key thoughts out there in the world of energy and one of them is transference of energy and the other is transformation of energy and um, I'm very big on transformation of energy it's the, the natural divine flow is to be in transformation energy is energy and it's up to us to change it we have the same energy that we're working with in a sense even though they operate on different vibrations but we we are using energy, whether it's confusion or whether it's clarity. And our understanding of self, I guess it would be, um, our ability to connect with self and, and so on, um, shifts how that energy vibrates. Our thoughts, as we talked about at the beginning, you mentioned that our thoughts have a big influence on that energy. So, again, the energy is neutral. It just changes shape and form and vibration along the way. Um, You would know this with sound and the sound work that you do because sound is sound. But if you change from one key to the next key or one singing bowl to the next singing bowl or a singing bowl to the didgeridoo, (laughs) <laughs> you get a different vibration. I don't know. If I, you said something about natural, uh, neutral. I don't know what's a neutral, but what, when you spoke about um, energy, so transformation, so we all are unique, right? And we are individuals, but we are a whole. So we really can speak of we with each being, us and, and many other beings, being um having their their beautiful gifts and talents yeah and and to really to live exactly those and not to be in a homogenous part like everyone else and i think that's part of the confusion figuring out uh what is really my part to play in 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 this whole 
And I think it helps sometimes to go back and to really acknowledge that we were all created at the same time. That everything was created at the same moment. We can go back now 14 billion years and that from that big bang, this energy and it's still flowing. So it is really the one energy which can take on so yeah, naturalists right. Yeah, take on different frequencies, or they're informed into different frequencies to help certain things. But at the end, it's all one, as we are the same energy. So if we go back to the source, or our source, depends what we want to work with in the moment. Um, we connect to certain frequencies or light whatever what is easier for you to, uh, for people to understand and we 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 expand in such a state that there can be a dance between those different energies so that is really at the at the core of everything and when we, that's why I say to people dance as much as you can dance sing that changes the true vibration it changes it it loosens up the density it helps us expand and everyone can do that, or go for a walk. It is from science. If you know, they they see when we walk, we do problem solving much better, not sitting still. And we we're, we are nowadays sitting, many of us, uh, too much, and me myself as well sometimes. Yeah, it depends what memory to grab onto. Sometimes it's good because we have to go and experience something we had experienced before to remember it. Yeah, also with food, sometimes we go back into other habits so we can remember and then we change. We don't go back to that state anyway. Um, and there's a, song, a sound that would love to be sung. Do we have a moment for that, Jesse? To, to yes, really speak... To feel the, the the source energy and that knowing this knowingness that we are really together and here to live our uniqueness and to explore and bring it out and as we bring it out in others, we're able to bring it out in ourselves.
rules are the sound or sound of the fullness that we can feel when we feel each other together. When we can feel full. When we feel the fullness and we learn and we remember all the different parts of us to create the fullness, clarity is right there. And it's not the mind who has the clarity, it's the body that has the clarity. Then it's easy to express. Oh, that was a nice channel. Now we got our answer. (laughs) (laughs) That was really wonderful. I was just letting it all go, and, and it's a beautiful example of how even a simple sound, it doesn't even have to be like, a dancing melody, just be a simple sound, which I think is why nature also has such a big impact on us, um, can create this unity factor. And I love, love, love that you're bringing in the pieces and reminding people that we are our own unique piece within the whole or the one. Um you know, that we are this one energy, that there is one energy, and there's all these different little expressions of it, and and each of us is our own expression of it uniquely. Uh, And and that is such a big piece to come in to just understanding that piece. Uh, You know, that's all we have to do is do our piece. Yeah. And then the fascinating thing is when we see, when we we live our uniqueness, we give the space or the others around us can move very gently and easily into their uniqueness. And that's yes. something fascinating and to observe. And it is. And the more we move into that uniqueness, the more we will naturally connect with what I like to refer to as our surrounding pieces. Um, yeah. the, the connections happen naturally. They don't, they're no longer forced. They're no longer this, we have to go out and seek them out. They show up. And, and I think that that's a really incredible aspect to all of this. To, you know, as you say, really get in there and fully own all of you. All of you. Yeah, because the all of us, the all of us is is so that we have this, uh, you know, it's like you have a big ball and you you have all the sand, uh, sand, fill it up with sand, and and that's us in, in, in the whole. And each sand grain is, 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 is differently. And on top of it, it is so that we have the source of the whole, but it is also the source within us. It's where we create what we desire in a way. And it is something we have set out long time ago, and we can go back into that place of stillness. That's really when, when, when uh, the gurus, let's say from in India, they speak about the stillness. It's not about sitting still and yeah, not doing anything. That's no life. It is about um, stillness of being in a place where you're so still and free 
where you can just create beauty, beauty, beautiful things. And knowingness, and there's this knowingness when you go into your source or you are so connected with your source that this stillness, you have no mind chatter than anyway. So this stillness is what then you, where you create beauty and that then gets expressed into your life and your surrounding because you are part of it. And again, everything around you is able then to vibrate. It's, it's really about the vibrations then because if I vibrate a certain way and the, the other there is maybe a dis, disconnect or dis, disharmony, yeah, but suddenly when they fall into also their beautiful vibration, then we can vibrate together and then there's ease and if there's this gentleness and tenderness that's within us and others. And we bring that out by, uh, again, acknowledging that we are very, very important and that we are creators and that there's not really an outside source that's moving us. It is really we are part of it all and that we are, that part is us. We can work with others. We get our energy. We can combine energies. You know, we have divine energy, you know, these beautiful images from the higher frequencies we can tap into to the earth energies. Otherwise, we couldn't stand straight, right? Walking on this earth, we would be a pancake. But they come together in our body. They come together in your body. That's where creation stands. So these energies come in our body together. And with this, we work in our source to create something. And it's, it's, I always talk about it's like an explosion. There, the explosion of new creation starts. We create new things. There's not one thing, and if we all have adapt to it. There's always a forward movement, and we all move forward, and we're all blown like the wind, and we leave wind behind us as we move. So that is the biggest thing that I invite everyone to not feel that you're alone and that you have no... Um, need or that you're not important. That is not true. You are very, very important in this world, in this life. You would not be here otherwise. You've given to a feel beautiful, that and to know that. You have just given a beautiful new understanding of stillness, I would say. Um than what most people are used to hearing because most people are used to hearing you've got stillness is about sitting and meditating or, you know, uh, just being still. And really from what I'm hearing you say, stillness is about connection. Stillness is letting the physical mind settles down so that we can become aware of our connection as one energy. Yes. Okay. That's a very troubling. Oh, this so much comes through me all day long, and I'm sometimes surprised, but this is... This is what I've experienced too. 
and I wanted to experience. And, and that's another thing. Uh, our experiences are important because they become our teaching. So I invite again, say everyone else, look at when you become aware of what is it, the experiences of your life, see what teachings are in there and what teachings you can help other people with so they can remember who they are and what they are. So we use that differently. We think when we experience something bad, oh, it's horrible. No, it's not. It's the most beautiful thing. I, you know, there's it's, it's joy in pain in a way, you know. It's, because you're deeply in there and you're crying, but deep within you know there's this other side and you come out more beautiful and there's a beautiful solution and a new way of seeing life and new opportunities open up. That's but a big piece. Huh? Sorry, go ahead. That's a very big piece you just mentioned about being aware of the experience we're having, whatever that experience is. You know, whether that is, hey, I'm a human being and I'm experiencing this. Now, there's a lot of people that probably some of their triggers went off in that <laughs> because they're like, oh, no, I can't acknowledge and focus the that I'm experiencing these challenges or that I'm experiencing something that I don't like uh, because that's going to set a spiral of, of energy and motion I don't want. But oftentimes we're not aware of the experiences that we're having. We're not taking the time to say, you know, what I'm experiencing right now really isn't fulfilling me. And what I really want to do is find this connection. What I really want to do is go take a walk in nature. What I what I really want to do is shift the experience I'm having. And and that's a big piece there because you're you're then talking about you might even be doing the same things, but to become aware of your experience and say consciously, I'd like to shift it so that I'm experiencing such and such other thing now can change mm-hmm. the very same action to be something totally different. Yeah. It's like I'm happy for my next puzzle piece. <laughs> for me. <laughs> yeah. But I'm, maybe I've been a Phoenix like a stand-up doll, uh, Jesse, always being able to have fallen off on my, on my face or, you know, even I've fallen and uh, uh, experienced pain and but now I've learned, now it doesn't happen anymore. Even if I, you know, if, if there's a situation where there was this boulder I was pinned within, I was under this boulder, I don't know, three feet or more in diameter. I, I knew it. In that moment, it was an initiation. You know, then maybe I was mad for a second that there was no one there to rescue me and I had to do it all by myself. <laughs> uh, that I couldn't move and I had to figure out something. And, and that's where really acknowledged in myself how I really can transform form to not even feel a weight and that my body is is strong enough or it was really just the hip strong enough or soft enough depends what you want to look at or if I soften the rock so far or expand the rock in such a state that there is no weight in it to 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 crush my hip but it's a really uh, a fascinating thing is 
is what we want, what what we can find within a situation. I mean, there's, there's some you, you were right. There's some things, but most of the time, it's 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 rather easy to see why one is in a situation and what is the teaching we can learn or initiation that is within it. And the initiation or the teaching is really to show us our grandness and our grandeur. And that is another confusion that came up before when you were speaking once. That confusion is really the way where we have to unfold things we're used to or that we were taught to and have uh, agreed to adapt to like taking clothes off and you become naked and then you make your own clothes the way you like them out of the materials you want and then you start walking, living. And then it's really your life. But this uncomfortableness, first of all, we have to learn that these clothes are not the right clothes for us. They don't even fit our body. They, they scratch our body, but we've numbed down our body so, because we don't even know how we feel naked. Yeah? Not, not, I'm yeah. just going to use the metaphor. Not knowing even most people even don't feel themselves as a naked How does a naked, naked person feel? Yeah, even these things. Um, and then, uh, you know, taking the time to figuring out what is really the materials I feel really comfortable in that my body, that that's soft to my body, that's gentle, that, oh, I, I, I don't know, it's just beautiful putting them on, that I can't wait to put them on, you know, and I don't put them on to hide something of my body or, uh, or to present me as someone who I am not. So, and this is, this is a great metaphor that you're using because so many people wear clothes to appeal to other people, to uh, to meet certain things in the world, uh, and they don't stop to say, is this what I really want to be wearing? Is this really the clothes that I enjoy? And they, when we talk about getting naked, we really talk about getting real with ourselves, looking, as you say, at what does this situation have to teach me? What is it offering me uh, to learn about myself? Because that, as you say, wraps back around as we know ourselves and we can connect. Uh, you've got so many stories there beyond. <laughs> you keep throwing these little tidbits out there like being pinned under a rock, and I'm not going to totally let you off on that. <laughs> but, you know, this is a, an amazing thing that, so many of us, and, and it's such a great parallel that you shared that because so many of us get wrapped in our head and in your, in your example of being under the rock would be like, oh, my God, this rock is crushing me and, you know, be in that worry space. But when we allow ourselves to stop and become aware of the rock and what the rock is all about and not the pain or the pressure that it's, putting on us so much, but just the rock and that we're one with that. Now we can move that. Something that you could not normally move, you can now move because of that awareness that you brought 
to being connected with that rock and what it really feels like and what its energy is. And this is a this is a wonderful layer of awareness that you're talking about with this. Um, really beautiful example with that. I love that. And you know, there were two more times I got scared because I got scared and I got afraid. And there were two short moments of, I don't know, it was an hour and a half until I got rescued. But it was um, the moment I thought I'm alone. The moment I thought I'm alone, that's the moment I got scared. And I had to think myself, I had to get myself out of that, that no, I'm not alone. Someone is, even if I can't see them or hear them, they know I'm here. And what can I do? And help will come and someone will hear me. But, you know, I was so afraid there was a river down there. No one will hear me. I was so high up on that mountain. That who, no one's going to even believe that someone went up there. It was one of the moments where I was drawn up. You know, I could walk faster like a, like a goat, <laughs> jump up those. And um, But I was people did, a person did hear me. And, and, you know, for them it was something very unnatural what they did, but again there was this this beautiful dance, this beautiful symphony that worked together at the end. And to believe in that, and that's something I have since a little girl, even though when I went into that time where I became uh, very quiet, I, I feel what is coming. I feel what is coming. I feel what is possible in a person. I feel, even if you know, if they don't want to, and I still, I'm, I'm very patient. I can wait for years, but I believe and trust in them that that comes out in them, and that's how I look at people, and that's how I, now now it's easy for me to speak why I'm I'm, I'm look why I was so, always so interested in people, because that's something I always saw. I saw the beauty within people, and they often didn't even see it within themselves. And you were saying, you know, that um, when we start seeing everyone else, looking at people differently and, and noticing that we can connect to different parts on them, in them, around them, so where we feel comfortable, and as we feel comfortable, we can relax, they, and then they relax, and they feel more comfortable showing more of themselves, and then it's easier um, to connect. Then it's when the amazement starts of ama- this human being, oops, or any when we stay with humans tonight, um, or or animal or tree. How beautiful the beauty can come out, and and what they what they can share that fascinates us, because everyone has fascinating. Parts to them. I so agree. And when we're willing to understand our own experience and then say we're all also sharing this experience, we're all sharing that experience being on the earth, <laughs> for example, and we all are getting different experiences of what that experience is about, and in interacting with each other, we tremendously expand ourselves and that whole energy um, in there. You have so many beautiful, incredible pieces and layers (laughs) 
to your work, which is probably why I connect so well with you because I am very similar in those ways. Uh, so many pieces and layers there. I, I looked through your website. You also have incredible art <laughs> that you've done. Yeah. Uh, you you have wonderful things. Share with us. Do you you have a radio show that goes on regularly? What other events and things do you yeah, have I, that yes. you present? Yes. Oh, thank you for reminding me. Yeah, I have a radio show. Uh, a weekly, I've been doing that now for a year, and it's a lot of fun, and News for the Soul, uh, a woman has started that 18 years ago, Nicole, I always forget her last name, uh, you know, and, and brought fascinating healers and, and, and thought leaders and visionaries, really, together, um, that are connected to all planes, very multidimensional, and um, at just felt very comfortable and I do a lot of I go off in a tangent it's really not a small conversation I just start in the moment takes into a certain topic and I speak about I don't know maybe most of the time about a half an hour and songs come to underline that and then I answer questions or create sing songs for people that call in or write in and or do some some healing on on the show. So that's a fascinating show. And I just started a new one. So that was on Tuesdays at uh, 12 noon Pacific time. And a new one uh, with Journey into the Light. A gentleman approached me, and I think on both I was approached, to to join him. And that's more conversational and a lot of... uh, Sounds come up to almost every time a person calls in or writes in tones and songs come to support a person because they, they you know I can speak forever and but a tone a sound moves much much quicker and goes and just vibrates through the body and and moves these uh, particles apart so they can swing and 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 the wisdom, I call it the wisdom, that the empty spaces in between that also carry the wisdom can, can communicate better and, and so you can feel the wisdom within your body better. Yeah. And well, um, I know so that, that's what some I do too. Even with the tone that you shared here, that was very powerful and that was something you pulled on in this moment for this show and what you were sensing from the listeners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in, 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 in also when I work with people, some, most of the time they are with certain tones. So what the tones do, and that started about three years ago, uh, well maybe almost now four, I was really at a, at, at a trade show. A friend had invited me to, and that's where I really started painting and singing that day, um, this certain style. I'd never sung before, and then my mouth opened, and I had my eyes closed, and wow, I was singing for 15 minutes straight, and then, you know, for a year, I sang to the to the world, to the trees, under the shower, <laughs> slowly to a friend <laughs> here and there that I trusted, that wouldn't laugh at me, <laughs> uh, and, and to build up my confidence, because they are so different, and, and you know, yeah, they from really high tones to really low. Now I've learned what they are, but 
as so many beings bringing their sounds through and to, to support anyone and everyone on their deepest level so that people can reconnect. I think they reconnect us. They reconnect us to our source, the source within. Many people here on this earth have strong connections to uh, star nations that they have forgotten. And so they're always looking for something. In German, we have a wonderful word. It's called Sehnsucht. So there's a, an, an urge, a, a longing to find that family, to know where we belong or where they belong. So then these t- tones come and support that, and then the quietness appears within people. Um yeah. So and then all and what it really these tones I think do they quite that we become ourselves. We you you can be whoever you are in those moments, and the body will remember that, and it will try to go always back into that state. And in that state, in our natural state, it's easy to find answers to what we are, and to act on them. It reads. It's to act on them. That is so. That is so beautiful, and such a, a powerful reminder of just really tuning into our bodies. Because as you say, they tell us. They tell us everything, and you know, you're a great example of when we surrender to what's coming up amazing things come out and that leads us down some very amazing journeys uh, as you did with mm-hmm. your your sound and your art and these various pieces, these creation pieces uh, that you've tapped into and opened to and been willing to embrace by, you know, however it came out for you. Um, and this is incredible. Now, I believe, you know, you work with clients. Am I correct? Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, again, um, what is the best way for somebody to contact you if they would like to do some work with you? Um, over the Internet is a, is a good way. There's a contact sheet, so it's mylenealki.com. Then I'm often on Facebook because it's when I travel, it's, easiest to connect into or Twitter I, I did some, some periscopes but I, I think email info at com is always a very good place to, to connect with me and um, the way I work I really it's more boutique work because every session is so different it's so in the I work so in the moment and every person comes with a different need and desire. The moment they, you know, some come with one idea and then I start, they're right there. The thing that is mostly needed is expressed to support them on their path. And many artists or, or writers or um, there was just recently a woman, she was more coaching in sales. But by heart, she was a singer and, and a writer, and she had neglected it. And then she, I did a session with her, and she hung up. And I, I heard back from her, oh, my, I, I wrote and I, 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 I sang. I, I, I wrote all these songs, and I sang right away afterwards. And we said, oh, I love it. 
You know, so that's exactly she was not living the, the driving force of her creativity. She is brilliant in in coaching and sales. But that part she needs so she can shine even brighter. So that's something I've noticed I bring out in people is, is that part that they can shine even brighter and do their work even better. Because other people feel that if that light is, is shining within you. That's a beautiful perfect that you that you're completing with there because we even if we have things that we're great at doing in the world, it is still important for us to connect with who we are and what what's really what we really love and enjoy doing. Mylene, it has been a pleasure to have you on and um, you know, just a gift to have connected with you along the way and to, you know, I, I just love that you are one of those people that walk your talk, you live authentically, and you're doing and have done all of these things that you're talking about and you know firsthand what they can do for somebody. So thank you. Yeah, for being here. Oh, thank you. Thank you for letting me express and and find even new new insights uh, during your show. I, I I just love that. Thank you very much. And you you draw a very interesting group of people to listen to you, and you're really good in 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 uh, in, in feeling what I what I said and, and making it crisper and, and summarizing in a very beautiful way. So I thank you very much for that. <laughs> well, well, my pleasure. And, um, you know, it's always exciting. I, I am very blessed to have a, a wide diversity of listeners on the show and guests on the show from all different walks of life and calling in from multiple countries and uh, and and it just keeps getting better with the the people that I'm on. And it's funny you talk about the things that come to us when we're willing to pay attention. And just recently, there was a guest that I had on my show very early on when I started my show that I'm probably going to be bringing back on in 2016. And I had sent him something. He had done something like sent me some endorsements through LinkedIn or something like that. And I wrote him back saying, thank you very much. I hope you're doing well and all these things. And he replied with a response um, with one of the names from the 72 names of God because <laughs> he knows I work with that on my show. And he replied it back. And the one that he he gave back was just the perfect message at the perfect time because when I received that, I was having a challenging day. <laughs> and, it, mm-hmm. and he just kind of relayed this back. So thank you for that because it is really fun. I feel a very special connection with each and every person I bring on the show and I, I feel yeah. um, the integrity that they offer in, in that. And so, again, it's such a gift, um, truly a gift. We are next week. I'm going to be doing one of my own shows next week, and I'm going to be talking about the codes of angels. I'm going to be looking at angels and archangels and Sephiroth. And, um, you know, even though I did, I think, 
a year or two years ago maybe, uh, a show on angels. This is going to be a little bit different because I'm going to be looking at the codes that are related to angels and the codes of angels and everything themselves. So we're going to be delving into some new layers, and I'm going to be talking about some of the connections with us as far as how we are connected with them and talking a little bit, uh, kind of a, it's a great that we had Maylene on this week because it'll be expanding in some ways on what we've talked about this week in uh, being our own piece of the divine and, and understanding mm-hmm. some of that and, and, and exploring some of that. Uh, again, I've got my books out. I've, I've released videos recently. Every month I put out a new video. Uh, again, Embraced by the Divine, uh, Women's Gateway to uh, Power, Passion, and Purpose. And uh, definitely explore that. It's still $1.99 if you pre-order the Kindle version. And you can do that through Amazon.com. But just uh, go over to EmbracedByTheDivine.com. You'll find all the information there, how to do that pre-order and all the great extras that are available and things like that. It's only $1.99 right now. And uh, then it goes up to $5.59 once the, um, uh, after the 10th, once it goes live. And then we'll be releasing the, the paperback version. And I'm, I'm so excited. Again, we've, we've hit... Um, it, it places me as an international best-selling author. <laughs> That's pretty <laughs> exciting. Anyways, it's fun, and, and it's exciting that we're already on there. Matter of fact, we, we, uh, we surpassed Deepak Chopra um, on it, and we're holding a standing above his latest releases for new releases. So I'm, that's kind of fun, you know, in its own little way there. Um, so check it out. Anyways, you can, you can hop on over my website. And by the way, you'll also find December special deal there, and that is a free code interpretation for 2016 when you register and participate in my Discovering Code Interaction full day or full weekend event for either the December 19th weekend or the January 30th weekend. And uh, what that is is is, uh, people receive code interpretation, the foundational information when they participate in that weekend, but I'm also adding in an additional code interpretation that will show your best and most challenging days in 2016 and how to work with those days, and it's absolutely free when you when you take advantage of being in those weekends. Uh, don't forget we've got uh, several shows here on Main Street Universe throughout the week. Uh, Monday nights, actually, we've got uh, switched over, and Darren Bucares on Monday nights. He's a reader from Madame Moveau in New Orleans, and he does a spiritual insight show. We have Susan Weed on, sharing her work in herbs and natural plants. That happens on Tuesday nights. Wednesday nights, our flagship show is back up and running, Daniel and Janice. And then Janice is doing, uh, working on getting some of our own stuff going. Kevin Baird pops in and out with his new companion work. Off and on, of course, Friday's right here, Code Connection. Hey, this is Jesse Ann Nichols-Georgian. Thank you so much for being here today. And Thanks to all of our listeners, not only through Blog Talk, but those streaming live through Penn and as Parent Counters Network, StreamFinder, and TalkStream Live, and those catching our podcast at iTunes, TuneIn.com, and those catching the YouTube version of the show. I look forward to seeing you back here next week as we delve more into Code Connection. Don't forget, if you've enjoyed the show today, share it with others. It's going to be available at the same link in our archives. And I'm going to leave you with the song Yearning For, also known as Over and Over by Shumshai. Don't forget to connect with them and check out the new music they've just had released. It's at www.shumshai.com. That's S-H-I-M-S-H-A-I.com. Thank you so much, and I look forward to seeing you again next week.
right here on Hood Connection. May you enjoy the rest of your weekend and have a truly amazing week. And if I could see what makes me blind, I would soar to the edge of my mind. And to touch what seems unreal, just to show you the way that I feel. And we are in time with time, one with season of change inside. And we are in tune with the tune. Caught in a balance of sun and moon Oh, deep inside The light within Shining to show you It's it to begin When all I have Is all I need I will soar to the edge of eternity Just a 
Yeah. 